Sigma Man Diaries Podcast. Let's get on with it, y'all. Let's go. Let's go. We can relax, 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 have fun, have fun, fun. Get a good laugh, 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 Get information, and enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. I, I, I need to do what I do. Hey everybody, you already know who it is. This is your host, Nigel McKnight of Sigma Male Diaries. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for the love, thanks for the support. However, tonight is going to be a very special topic, and it's going to be men's night. Um, It depends on how many callers I get. Ladies, I may give you a chance to chime in. But the topic is submission. Why are modern women threatened by it? Is it because of fear, scarcity, or lack of trust? Or is it something that they were taught in the household by their single mothers, right? But ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce myself more so. Um, I am a published author and a writer of an urban novel titled Repercussions, What Happens in the Dark Will Come to Light. I also own my own clothing company by the name of Repercussions Apparel. And my brand name is Rockaware. I also have a cannabis company by the name of Naya Boy Cushlin Cannabis. N I Y A B O I Cushlin Cannabis. Um, I'm also a podcaster and YouTuber. Yeah, I just stop right there. Um, before going to this topic though. I do have a little story I would like to tell so you ladies and gentlemen can get a brief idea on where I'm coming from in regards to submission or modern women having issues with the word submit, right? Now, it's this guy by the name of Chris. His family is from Florida and they moved to upstate New York, right? And Chris's father is in the military. His mother is a stay-at-home wife, right? Now, their community, everybody gets along. It's a diverse community. You know, Chris liked to take trips back and forth, you know, to like to the city and everything like that, do his little thing, have fun, hang out, right? But Chris happens, you know, to befriend a young lady at the time. And Chris is around, at the time, he was around 20, 23, going on 24. They were around the same age. But Chris used to go back and forth from, he was in Hilton. So he used to go from Hilton, come to Rochester, you know, sometimes Buffalo, Williamson and stuff like that, right? Hang out with family and friends and stuff like that. He wasn't pretty much, you know, into the streets and stuff like that. You know, he was a good guy going to school for, um, I think, marketing or something like that. However, um, he ended up meeting this girl, though. You know, and she at the time, she didn't have any kids and everything like that. And, you know, they end up hooking up, but she wasn't really feeling them. But she did like his vibe. You know, he had good energy and everything like that. However, um, you know, she was in the street dudes. You know, he was a good guy. You know, he was going to school and everything. And he had like a little side gig and stuff like that. He tried to dibble and dabble a little bit in the streets and stuff, you know, to try to get her attention. But... You know, that was something that he wasn't into. You know what I mean? He had a better future. And he knew this, right? To make a long story short, one of his neighbors, is a Spanish guy, 
and his name was Pedro. Pedro and Chris' father. Chris' father's name is Antoine, right? Um, like I said, Antoine's a military guy. Pedro was a military guy. But Pedro, he started his own construction company and stuff like that. Pedro's wife was also a stay-at-home wife, but he had her taking care of his marketing stuff, right? So they had the good thing going on with the husband and wife working together and doing their own thing. But Pedro took a liking to Chris. He, he seen that Chris was going to be more than just, you know, this, this successful guy. He seen something greater in Chris. <clears throat> Pedro had two daughters and two sons. And he had a daughter around uh, Chris's age. And, you know, he always talked to his daughter about, you know, her, you know, her and Chris possibly, you know, get together sometime in the future or whatever, because Chris is a good guy. And his father, uh, her, I mean, Pedro has also, you know, been putting a word in Chris's ear that, you know, he get done with school and everything. You know, he wanted to put him on in the stuff that he's doing with construction or whatever. So for the meantime, Chris and the other girl that's in Rochester, you know, they were still seeing each other and stuff like that. But. She was giving him a hard time being faithful, uh, staying committed because she was in the street, dude. So she wasn't pretty too much into submitting to him, right? Because he wasn't giving her what she wanted. Like she wanted like fast money and stuff, right? So she ended up doing her own thing, ended up getting pregnant and stuff like that. And Chris was, you know, obviously he was hurt by it, right? So Chris goes back and stuff like that. He visited his aunt and everything, you know, when he seen her, he didn't hardly say anything to her. You know, it is what it is. And she always tried to apologize this, that, and the third, but he wasn't feeling it. So two or three years go by. Chris was done with college and everything. And Chris is now working with Pedro. And also Chris is now engaged to engaged to Pedro's daughter, right? So, you know, now Chris, you know, he he's real good with his um he was, yeah, that's what he was going for. He was going for something, yeah, marketing, right? Yeah, so he was going for marketing. So he was real good utilizing Facebook, uh, TikTok, uh, Twitter, all the stuff that you would use for social media, you know, for your ads. Well, one day she happened to come across his post and happened to see, and guess who it is? It's Chris happy with his wife and everything. So now all of a sudden, she's in Chris's inbox. So Chris is telling her, listen, you know, I, I'm about to get married, this, that, and the third. And she's like, listen, I'm sorry for what I've done to you. You know, I apologize. I just, you know, and let you know that I'm sorry and everything like that. If I would have known that you was going to be like, you know, this successful and stuff like that, you know, I would have, I would have done, you know, done what you had wanted me to do. So my, my thing is this. When it comes to this whole submission thing with modern women, right, not wanting to give in because they feel like they're giving you know, they're giving up their independence, their power. Um, they have to become vulnerable. And they also have the fear of becoming hurt, right? This whole what-if scenario, this whole self-truth thing about, like, every time I open up to a guy, you know, I end up getting my feelings hurt or he end up cheating on me or, you know, I helped this guy get on his feet and all he did, you know, was leave me. You know, sometimes in most situations, when you hear these stories, right, it's always coming from the victim point of view, right? Like some women never discuss like fellas, like we, we all been through this in, in some cases, you know, we, either we knew somebody that had experienced this or maybe, you know, we experienced it ourselves, right? To whereas if a woman was to help you, feet, you know how like you may get into little arguments, you call it a, a bum or a no good this and that 
Or if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be doing this. You know what I'm saying? I could have been doing something with somebody else who already had themselves together. You know, that man, he doesn't forget those things. And after a while, you know, you're talking down on it because you was able to provide for him financially. In a sense, maybe he's even living in her house. You know, this man has to go by a whole different set of rules. And the man is put in a position to where he got to deal with a whole bunch of different levels of emotions and everything. Whether it is, you know, she's working or her, her you know, tending to her kids, her personal dilemmas that she may have with her families, her friends, you know, people being jealous, you know, the drama, all the backbiting and stuff like that, man. I mean, that is that is not a peaceful environment for a man. You know, so it comes to a point where selective and conditional femininity is at an all-time high. So why should a man have so many expectations put on him when, you know, modern women these days aren't willing to invest in a man first? It's always in regards to what do you have to offer me or you ask a man, what are you bringing to the table? And that's kind of ironic because men pursue relationships and we and we choose who are our wives. Right. So if a man is a provider male, you know, he's looking to date like he may not be aware of your financial status because he's not concerned about that. You know what I mean? What he's concerned about, if you are able to fulfill his needs and wants, I ain't seen anything about desires as his wife. See, modern women are in at the point to where they were raised to put school as you know let's say education their careers their jobs their businesses before men but yet and still they would still have children out of wedlock right whatever the case may be it happens but you want the next man to come in with all these standards all these expectations i mentioned before this package deal if you accept me you got to accept my children it's like, wait, hold on. Who's going to be the provider, protector, leader here? Is it me or, or is it you? So who pro, who's getting a who program here? What do you mean it's a package deal? See, women go after the most desirable men, especially financially, whether it's clout, whether it's fame, whether it's stature, whether it's notoriety, you know, that's what they look for. So if you're looking for that type of man, why would you in return ask a man just in general? What are you bringing to the table? As if he's getting on your program, like modern women have this whole context to where I believe all men are the same because their their approach is the same. You know, only way I give it a man if a man could do this with me, or if a, if a, if he had this or if he had that. You know what I mean? But you're not thinking about your own sexual marketplace value, though. And especially as a single mom, how could you put yourself above all else? When you only average at best, like Kevin Samuel said, because this is a red pill, you know, podcast. This is a podcast for men that advocate for men. This is full blown manosphere. I don't have any hatred towards women. I advocate for men and for men maintaining their masculinity and doing away with role reversals, doing away with catering, being, you know, these beta males and these simps, man. I mean, yeah, you have low-value men, but at the end of the day, why would you have all these expectations on a man when you aren't even suitable to even be a wife? You weren't raised to be a wife. So I'm going to ask some of the fellas on here, right? If you're listening, if you want to join, or ladies, 
you know, I'm always respectful. Most people know when you join my talk. Like I said, when I'm talking, I'm talking. But I respect others, you know, once you join my talk, you know, it's, it's a give and take, you know, type of thing. So it's not like I'm going to just gun you down and, and you know, talk down on you because I, I don't even do that. I just speak the facts, though, from a man's perspective, from a logical perspective, a rational point of view. And this is why modern women and traditional men will never mix. Because traditional men doesn't have modern men values, lifestyles, the same attraction to, you know, to women. It's, it's a whole different ballgame. When we say tradition, we saying you are allowing that man to lead. You are resting in your femininity. And when we speak of beauty, we speaking of natural beauty. Without the weave, without the eyelashes, without the fingernails, uh, the body cosmetics, stuff like that. You know what I mean? We want to see the real you, like Kevin Samuel said, and most men will tell you how you look when you come straight out of the shower. We don't want to see you one way, then we turn around, man, like you're scaring us halfway to death, man. Like, that's that's not cool. That's like a man walking around with a, a silicone bodysuit that's that's made in a, a muscular structure. And then when he get ready to lay down because he's sweating and it's hot as shit, whatever the case is, he go to pull that motherfucker off and he look like Bruce Lee and shit without the muscles, without the tone. You would be mad, right? If you walk around with a cucumber in his pants and then y'all get ready to do y'all thing and then you realize he's not even half the size. So yeah, man, that, that's just what it is. Manipulation is a manipulation. But women will value themselves based on their accessories. But they look at men as accessories. Financial accessories. To elevate their life. And, you know, just for the sake of me, right? When I sit and I have these talks... I said in the context to whereas this is something that most people need to pay attention to, though, because if you ever wondering why relationships and their marriages are the way they are, why they aren't lasting as long, why relationships are, aren't lasting past five years, even marriages. Sometimes you have relationships that last longer than marriages, but that's not the case anymore. Everybody's so-called bossing up now. They're doing their own thing. So when it comes to the context of submission, when a woman is raised as an individual, giving up her independence, her freedom, making the sacrifices of not doing the things that she want to do, but she has to fulfill what you need, that's going to be a problem. And that's the big issue. They're not cooperative. That's why. They're not co-independent at all. They'd rather have partners and, and being a power couple. You understand what I'm saying? Rather than be a wife. It's hard for a woman once she get used to having a certain amount of money or whatever she make a year's salary, whatever the case is, to say, you know what, I'm going to give all this up. You know, we're going to put our money in one account. She's not going to be concerned about a plan B because when she know that she found her husband, she found her husband. Women find husbands for security. But if you want a husband, but you find a man and you say, well, I don't trust this or that. then why are you still on a dating market? Why aren't you seeking counseling? And that goes for men as well. Why do people ignore the fact that they need like mental health? Uh, they need help with that, with, with their mental health. 
Why do people still move on throughout the course of undergoing trauma, dealing with depression, you know, toxic relationships, stemming from dysfunctional households? Why do people still walk around as if they're happy and they're normal, but when they get in a relationship with somebody, they got this guard up because they've been hurt? You know, that's why a lot of people use the terms damaged goods. You understand what I'm saying? It's a lot of men that are hurt as well. But what I'm saying is this. If a woman is going to submit to a man, you know, obviously she has to trust him. She has to feel as if he's going to provide, you know, lead her in the right direction. It's okay for a man to be there for his wife, you know, emotionally, for emotional support. You know, long as it's in a healthy way, though. You know, because you have a lot of people that have these toxic traits in these behaviors, you know, these shouting matches, the name calling, you know, the disrespect, but they want to be somebody wife or husband. A lot of men and women weren't raised, a lot of women weren't raised to be wives. It's like a lot of men weren't raised to be husbands. The fathers weren't and aren't in the household. So when you look at a community where 80% of, of the you know, women are single mothers. That's basically saying that the women are basically running the community. That's what they would say, but that's not the case. 80% of these women are running these households alone. It's not the community. It's just within the community. You understand what I'm saying? So that's why now today, when a black man was to speak, like I'm speaking now, a black woman be like, hold on, wait, what are you talking about? You know, they have this whole attitude as if how they heard their mothers talk to their brothers or even talk to them, how they heard their mothers talk to their stepfathers, didn't even respect the man in the house. So no, you're not going to respect the man's voice, period. But guess what? You're going to respect mine because I'm not a sensitive guy. I don't even care about no one's validation. You know what I mean? I don't need no one's acceptance. That's why it's called Sigma Male Diaries. I'm a lone wolf. I'm a very rational person. And as a man, I know what a woman should be. Y'all came from us. Y'all are, are a part of us. Y'all belong to us. Women, be, Our women belong to us. And that's just how it is. That's why it's so many. Because men have the options. Not to say that we should abuse it. It happens. But women are, you know, they moving like men now. This whole equality thing of men can do it, we can do it. But our value don't drop or diminish like a woman's value will when she has a high body count opposed to a man. See, when you want to be a wife, all that shit matters. A man values a woman's womb, first and foremost. That's why most successful men prefer a childless woman. He don't want to walk around with a woman who slept with half the hood. He don't want to deal with a man, two, three, or four other men having a say in his household. A successful man is not moving into another woman's house. And he's not going to allow another man to have a say-so in his house because you're dealing with his children. You took on being a stepfather. You took on a role as a stepfather, dealing with a single mom. So you got not only one, two, but three different men that's possibly coming by if they're in a child's life. You know, there's always one that's always acting funny, always feel you can always still get it. Like, could you understand? And a lot of people say, well, it's been situations to where women had, you know, relationships. They didn't have kids together, but the guy still act like he still belonged to her. 
Every time she got with somebody, you know, he tried to run them off. Well, hey, she allowed that. What's wrong with a, a restraining order? What's wrong with an order of protection? Huh? She has to take accountability for that. So that's the whole thing. They lack accountability as well. You can't possibly want a husband, but then say he has to make at least what I make or more. Why does he? Why? And I know some men to say, well, it's okay for me, you know, to try to elevate my man to build my man up. No, you don't do that. Let that man be a man. He's comfortable. That's why a lot of men leave. Because you're not allowing that man to stay at peace. Once you met that man, you accepted that man right then and there. Don't get with that man and say, hey, you know what I was thinking? That's not how you do that. Let, if you're going to let him leave, let him leave. If you're going to leave, find a beta man. Find a sim. They'll do anything to get your attention. If Baden Mel don't have a backbone, he don't stand for nothing. He don't have no confidence, no anything. He can't even be a leader. He's used to his mom giving him rules, telling him what to do, how to live his life under her roof throughout the course of his life. He probably lived until 32, 33, 34, 35, 36. He's probably in his 40s. Still taking orders from his mom because he's living with his mother. Huh? Oh, don't say this and that because I'm your mother, but still, he's a man. Men go through that, huh? But nobody don't talk about that. A grown-ass man. Because he still chooses to stay with mom. He has to hear certain things they wouldn't take and he have to take from his wife if he was in his own shit. It's a big difference. The women in our community feel as if they own us. Because of the situation with these men moving into these women's houses and the woman has full control, whether he live or stay in that motherfucking man. And that's just out of respect. This is my podcast. You understand what I'm saying? So when I speak in terms of murder women and traditional men, this these are the things that I mean. These traditional men are leader providers and protectors. You're not running shit. You know, either you get on his program or you're going to stay to the streets. That is how it goes. And we call them leftovers. Because you're, left, you're not married and you're trying to be a wife, but dudes are just passing you by. You're being left over for Pook and Ray Ray. That's what's going to happen. Because, you know, honestly, and I'm not being funny, as a woman gets older, we know her value decreases as far as even in her looks. They try to keep it up with cosmetics and plastic surgery and all this other stuff. But guess what? Nature will take its course. You're not thinking about how you're going to look when you're older and you have all that stuff done to your body. We've seen it ourselves. I mean, yeah, they came out with better, you know, stuff or whatever the case is, you know, but it is what it is. At the end of the day, it's just a man's nature to want a younger woman. Like I said, a 45-year-old man, like I'm 45, I'm successful, right? I'm not dating a woman nowhere near her 40s. Luckily, she'll be at the most 30. They say I still want to have kids. I still have five years to have children with her before she hit ger geriatric pregnancy. She's young enough to help me with my businesses. You understand what I'm saying? She has the energy. She not she don't have to deal with her kids in the background or something happening, this, that going on. A woman like I prefer a woman that don't have any kids. Perfectly, she don't want any. Because my children are grown, 19 and 26. I'm not starting over, so I'm not going to deprive a woman of having a family. I have a legacy. You understand what I'm saying? But I'm still not dating a woman past the age of 30 or marrying a woman past the age of 30. I'll sleep with one. But I'm not wife in the rep. You understand what I'm saying? My wife's going to bury me, man. I'm not going to be burying my wife. Huh? What about what men want? What men need? That's being submissive. Learn about what we want, what we need. 
give us something first invest in us show us that hey these are my qualities this is what i have to offer you want this man to make it so that you don't have to work or you have to pay only 20 percent of the financial load huh you're making a hundred thousand but this man making four hundred thousand but you, you still want 50 50 you still want to go half on what he's paying I mean, half on everything with your little hundred thousand dollars compared to what he's got, and that's your first year making a hundred thousand. That's just before taxes, huh? You ever thought about that? You still paying off your student loans with that, huh? Your mortgage, car note, keeping up with your hair, your nails, the Joneses taking vacations, huh? What's your net worth is? You know what it's like after that. These men bringing three times that amount of money. In less than six months so it's a big difference men like that have options they're not going to deal with a woman that have selective or conditional femininity it's just not going to happen and when you get to that point whereas now being other than a male provider and protector he has to be six feet he has to be 280 he has to be ripped he has to be in good shape he got to have x amount of dollars in his bank account <laughs> he got to have a certain type of car Huh? He got to have a certain network of friends. People that you see him as being some type of uh, form of royalty. Huh? Why does a man have to be more than what he is, though? Why the extra? What's extra about you as a woman? Do you have something to offer a man that you have never given another man before? Once you, once you can say something like that, then maybe you're suitable. But how many other women are in the exact same position as you are, though? That man will always have options. Women aren't the prize. Men are. Black men are the most desired man on this planet. We know this. Even these average salary-earning men that women are shooting down here in America, a woman from another country would love that man. That's how many options men have, black men have. Only if they knew that. But see... Black men are more race loyal. They would rather suffer within the carnage in their own community. They'd rather have a healthy marriage in their life. Listen, I'm not making that trade off. I'm a leader. I'm going to lead my life. I says what type of wife I'm going to have and the type of life we're going to live. Not in a, you know, hey, this is it. Wait, no, I'm saying we're going to be happy. Like, I'm happy. I'm not looking for my wife to make me happy because I'm self-sufficient. Long as my wife know her role, I obviously know mine. We can compromise. We come together. I mean, we can live with each other comfortably. We respect boundaries. You know the standards. Okay, we we understand what those are. You know, just sit back, relax, work for me part time, get paid, whatever the case is. We go to dinner. You know, we go to little vacations here and there. It's not something that I do all the time for our vacations because you know I got to run my shit. You know what I mean? I have a legacy, like I said, two kids. So it is what it is. But you have to live your life and plan it accordingly. See, men pick these women and then complain about them. You know, oh, she's a this and she's a that. You know, I really did like her, whatever. I mean, but did you really sit down and talk to that woman and tell her, listen, this is what I need, this is what I want? Or did you answer her question, what do you have to bring to her table? Did you put the ball in her court, man? See, that's not how you do that. Once you do that, man, you're not no competition for that woman. She's still going to chase after the dudes that she still desire after because she haven't gotten them yet. That moment is going to be an ongoing thing. She's going to chase and chase and chase, bro. From the next one to the next one to the next one. Whenever she get one, she feel he got more money, she's going to drop that one to get that one. 
Is she going to come across another one because she bumping into dudes in his network? That's what I'm saying, man. You don't you don't cuff these three or fours and put them in your personal network like that. But now she left you. Now she with your dude. And some of these dudes are soft enough to be beefing with their boys, man. They allow a woman to come in between them and their business. But because she felt as if those those aren't high value men, though. Those are men who just want to sleep with you. None of the men are married. They never will. There's too many women out there that have a better history, a better background, look better, childless, all that stuff. Industry 304s, they exist. Hot girl summer, city girl summer. Yes, that's what all that means, baby. I'm going to do me. I'm going to have my fun. And then when I'm 35, 40, I'm going to settle down. No, you're not. You're just going to marry a baby male. You're going to marry somebody that's 15, 20 years younger than you. So by the time you, you know, you're 40 at this point, 45 maybe, but by the time you get 60, you're not going to be as successful, you're not going to have as much energy, you're not going to look as pretty or as attractive, your body ain't going to be the same. You know what I'm saying? You figure as if, okay, I can fall back in the limelight, my man younger, he get money, I'm going to let him carry us now. And then what's going to happen when he start making more money than you now, because he's younger and as he get older, see, he becomes more valuable, see, and you see this, and you see this. Now that's your ace in the hole. And a lot of young men don't see that. Huh? That's why a lot of these women that's actresses, singers, musicians, comedians, all this other stuff, they they marrying young younger men. Cause they understand my time is running out. In the next three to five years, people not gonna wanna see my face on TV no more. They're not gonna wanna hear my voice. They're gonna wanna listen to some you know, to some 23 or 24 year old with a better body, a prettier face, all that stuff. You know what I mean? And then she have to take her ass and sit in the cut. While her man continue to do what he do now and become more successful. You understand what I'm saying? And it's always a trick to this shit. But what men, when we become successful, we become successful to the day we die. A woman can do it too based on her business. But when I'm saying these, these actresses though, that's what I said in the industry, the music industry, stuff like that. That's a total different story, man. You know, once your, once your looks, you know, depreciate, so, so does your value. That's just how it goes. And let them take that makeup off. Oh, man. Now you understand what I'm saying? And that's why you have to think about it. What those women submit, those women that are successful, multi-millionaires, will they submit to a man that's 15, 20 years younger than them? Will they even listen? They bad boy sit your ass, I'm old enough to be your mom. And that's how, uh, that's how these modern women would literally talk to you, though. And that's why I say they act like they own you. You understand what I'm saying? The whole thing is different when a man is successful. He don't boss a woman around, man. He just asks her for cooperation. Hey, listen, you know, if I ask of you, as long as I ask you to jump off a bridge and she comply, like, okay, cool. That's why she get her purses. That's why she get her vacations. That's why she can still work part-time and still earn 60000 a year. Huh? Workforce six hours a day with her husband you know do the little marketing thing post a little stuff on social media google ads whatever the case is 46 hours a day and she gets 60k a year huh she don't have to work for nobody else that man had to worry about his wife bringing home her problems to his house from her job huh that's another way he assists her and protecting her from herself stay at home where it's peaceful fuck working for somebody else i'm your husband I leave this work for me. And she submitted that. Okay, cool. Part time. And I still get paid the same amount. Okay. That's the incentive. That's cooperation. And successful men can do that. And I understand that's why most women, you know, 90% of women want men that's earning over six figures. 
So the hell with the man that's making 80k, 90k. The hell with the man that's making 70k, 60k. Definitely hell with the man making 50k, 40k. Cause you, do you see where I'm coming from? Women value a man based on his wallet. Look at look at Biggie. Look at Biggie in faith. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not being funny. I don't know how Jay Z looked to a lot of women, but look at Jay Z and Beyonce, huh? You see that? Look at Kim Kardashian and her new dude. I don't judge dudes, but I hear women talking about it, huh? You 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 understand what I'm saying? That whole money thing that makes a big difference, man. It's different. So when you get to this whole submissive thing, like. Only way I'd be submissive if, if you have this or if you do this or you do that. Because if, 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 he, if he like this, and I, uh-uh, I'm not doing that, girl. Uh-uh. Only way I'm going to do this, if, if he, like, that's not how you do it. A woman's nature is to be feminine. I mean, yeah, there's times where you're going to have to defend your, you know, your house or yourself or your man, whatever the case is. You understand what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, why be, why mimic a, a masculine personality as a woman? You know, I understand women are emotional. And the same thing for these guys that get back, you know, getting these shouting matches back and forth with their woman. Listen, if you don't sit your ass down, but in a respectful way, listen, I'm a man. Lord your voice. Don't talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Don't talk to me like that. Cool down. You know, when we have a conversation later in the story. If you could talk rational, then we could talk. But if not, yo, we're gonna discuss this later. And it's as simple as that, man. You end that shit. You don't got to hear her lip, her mouth, no nothing, man. You the man. I'm not saying what she has to say isn't important, but you lead that shit, man. You take control of that whole shit. It's not about being dominating or anything. It's about a motherfucking level of respect. We're not equals, man. And I would let every woman know this. We would never, ever be equals. Not in roles, no row reversal, no beta, no simp traits, no nothing. Period. You don't get wifey, no nothing until you're a wife, man. Like, be a wife before the marriage. That's what I mean. Because when a man vests a wife, he understands that, listen, I, you know, I'm going to marry her. Like, it's a short thing. Like, they both on the same program. Yeah, he'll give her gifts. He'll buy her stuff, cars and all that because he knows that's going to be his wife and she knows she want to be his wife. That's a big difference. But you got these dudes sipping their way into a woman's heart. And they, they ghosting these dudes, man, and sleeping freely with the next guy who's not even thinking about him, man. Like, this shit is crazy. And it's all about the competition. It's about the thrill. The hell with the thrill. Or I'm going to have my fun throughout my 20s and my life. Maybe when I'm in my 30s, I'll get married. No, that's not how you do that, man. We're telling you. We not we don't want you. And they still do it anyway. Well, somebody go, no, don't be entitled. You can't have it all. That's the problem right now. You too deserving. Now, as the average woman. If you treating your men like this, your own men, you talking down on me, you don't even know. You going by what your mother said, what your aunt said, what your grandmother said if she's still 55 and stuff like that. You going by all that shit. You're not even talking to your father or the other men that they've been around that did something to you. You don't even know what's going on with that. But yet and still, you're afraid because of their experiences, though. That's why you, what, getting a degree? That's why you starting your own business because, what, you can't depend on a man? You don't trust them, man. It's, it's cool to do that. I commend a woman. Hey, listen, equal opportunity all the way. That that right there, 100%. I agree with all that. But don't say, man, F a nigga. What can a man do for me? Like, why you have an attitude? Oh, well, my mom, her boyfriend, you know, she was a nurse. All he did was use her. Okay, so your mother chose to still be with that guy. Let your mother take accountability for that. And why did you even know about that? 
you know, keep your kids out your business. And that's another problem. These mothers that raise these sons, the man not in the house, you want to cry to your son about all your problems. And this is how the beta male is born. This is how he's created. That's why he's in touch with his emotional side. That whole feminine shit. I mean, feminine shit. It's because his mother brings that out of him consistently. And that's how he is. That's why you see a dude, man, don't talk to me like that, man. Because his mother dog him out so much in the house with his sisters. Oh, boy, this and that. I mean, seriously, man, that sisterhood shit. Yo, that shit is first when you got your own sisters. Which, for example, the stuff that Kevin Simmons was saying. The dudes was talking to them about why, you know, they're not going to deal with a certain woman anymore. Well, why? What's wrong with you? Like, well, you don't like us because we black. They they, they went like, damn. Like, you ain't going to say, yeah, you right, bro. You know what I'm saying? You my brother, man. I want you to have the best wife you could possibly have. And I understand as your sister. Yeah, man, I want no chick dogging you out. Nah, it ain't about like, you know, ain't nothing like that. Let a man say something about not wanting a woman with kids. Why, another man stepped in and took care of us? I got two kids, and my man, he hurt, but that's your third or fourth dude, man. You got two kids in less than six months. I mean, see, like, they throw this whole guilt trip thing out here, this whole, we call it shame, insult, guilt, and need to be right, sign language. Because that's what it is at the end of the day. And a lot of men and women need to start pulling together communicate open your mouth stop being afraid and not saying nothing because your mother or somebody else went through it maybe if you make a different choice you'll you'll experience a total different thing so why not submit to a man because he's a man why he has to be making so much money you okay now i understand if you want to provide a male that's one thing but be suitable though you understand because you make six figures that doesn't make you suitable Remember, you're getting out his program. You want what he got. He not he not looking to spend what you got. He got that three or four or five, six times already. So your money is pointless. Your degrees is worthless unless it's something he can apply to his minutes. But hold on. You're not going to do that because you, you got your own business. Men want women that's going to put them first. Men want wives that's going to put them first. You see where I'm coming from. So for a man to be successful, no kids, when his own legacy, to deal with a single mom, it's going to be her career, her job, her business, her children, and her. Then him. Not going to happen. You hear me? That's insane. Or he get a woman that is childless. But she got dudes all in the inbox. You know what I'm saying? You know how it is. They out there getting it. They going to clubs and stuff. Having their little flings here and there. Whatever the case is. She bossing up. She a boss babe. Whatever the case is. But he can't ask her to really contribute much to his business with her time, effort, energy, attention, and or possible financial resources if he needed it, which isn't the case. But I'm just putting it out there. She's not going to be willing or capable to do that because she has this whole thing. Well, I, I got to keep this going for me. And something happened, then I don't want no man taking care of me. That, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. See, right then and there. That's the problem. And a lot of men aren't saying anything. They're just, okay, underestimating their value. Just giving in, being treated any old type of way. But yet and still, I hear a man, I read a man, you know, say something to the point whereas be a woman's dream in her peace. Something to that degree. And I'm looking like, bro, are you serious? Because, like I said, women want successful men. They want high-earning men. So those men are business owners, athletes, club owners, promoters, whatever the case is. Those men is putting in hours to keep whatever they got going so they can have a consistent fucking paycheck. 
or earn a consistent amount of cash flow, right? A man is not concerned about being a woman's dream when he has options. Number one, let's just get that shit straightened out. Number two, men are in control of relationships and marriages. <laughs> we choose our wives. So like I said, either you get on our program or it's nothing at all. A real man is going to tell you that. And I'm, and I'm sorry that I have to say a real man, but that's what we are going to tell you. Okay. Secondly, peace. A man needs a woman to be his peace. Like I said, he's the provider of male, man. Listen, he's leading this shit. He's protecting. He got to stay consistently busy to make sure that the money he's earning, he's able to provide his wife, regardless of what the fuck she got financially. That's why I say that men, successful men, like traditional successful men, do not deal with modern women. No business owner, no, no police officer, no lawyer, no doctor, no nurse. They don't deal with none of that shit, man. You understand what I'm saying? Nothing in the medical field at all, none whatsoever. They don't deal with beauticians, salon owners, okay, real successful men and these are the things that i am telling you so so just keep that in mind because those type of women are raised as individuals they work long hours they have work husbands and all this shit whatever the case is it's not afraid that we have we just know the potential that will transpire we know and are aware of a woman's nature it's just like a woman who may have a business dude but she still sleep with a mechanic or something like that. You understand what I'm saying? This dude could be getting manicures and stay clean cut and all this other stuff, have a nice shape, whatever. But this woman still mess with the guy that comes in and, and fix her plumbing. This shit happens. Understand what a woman nature is, man. You will always win. And that's why a lot of modern women don't like successful traditional men, you know, speaking the way we speak because it gives them a sense and knowledge of rejection. And women don't like to hear the truth first and foremost anyway, regardless of how much they say, oh, I want a man to be honest. No, you don't. No, you don't. That's why when you go snooping through his phone, you hope that you don't find him. But when you do, this shit hurts, right? Oh, I know it's just an intuition. Well, if it's an intuition, you know it. Why the hell you still went and looked anyway? Now I'll look at you. You understand what I'm saying? Are you really being that man's peace, though? I'm not going to say it's the woman's fault, but think about it. This man has options, and it's up to you to keep your shit up to par, man, to stay competitive. That's what it's about. You're dealing for Pookie and Ray Ray chasing their ass around. So why not do it for a man that you want to provide and protect and do all this other shit? Huh? You could do it for your side, dude. Huh? Yeah, that's what I thought. And that's how it's always going to be, because as long as a woman is not within the confines of her natural role she's not going to have a traditional man because all that stuff was set in place from the beginning of time and like i said this whole thing with this extreme feminism these feminists yes i would say those things because it is what it is and it is a reality there's no reason or or, or no you know i won't cover it up it's, it's happening and it, is, it affects people's lives and it, it's just insane why Men and women aren't equal. Just get it through, accept it, and it is what it is. You can't change the laws of nature. That's the problem. So irrational, insane, and delusional to the point to where you think you can change something that's actually not, it's never, ever going to change. If it were, you wouldn't still be fighting it. It would have changed a long time ago. And just making it hard. Bow down. If you got a problem with men, just stay away from them. By a dog or a cat, you know, it is what it is. And just don't worry about what the hell everybody else that, you know, got going on that's living in the real world. 
Whatever life you choose to live, you live their life. Stay the hell out of everybody else's business. You're complicating things because you're toxic and dysfunctional. And you don't want nobody else to be happy because you're dealing with your own self-truth. The objective truth is that's what really matters. Your self-truth is just something that you believe in. That's something just for you. Nobody else don't have to cater or appease or adhere to that shit. You make a choice. You self-reflect and be self-aware of who you are. Don't try to have, you know, everybody else with the same mindset you have. Sparing this shit around because you think it's a good idea to get everybody at one accord with you because misery loves company. Huh? That's what that's about. Because you're miserable, you want to just spread the word and get all these other hurt, toxic people on your team. You got a whole bunch of delusional, toxic, insane people ripping and running around, thinking, oh, this and that for men and all this equality with women. Listen, we're not the same. Let's get it through. You got equal rights. You can vote. You can get a job. You can start a business. You can have your kids. You can do whatever you want to do. That's enough. All right? We're not equal in the roles. These beta males, like I said, these simps, man, they make this shit hard because now that you run through those guys, you don't got time for them now. You want to ante up because you're getting older and your looks is diminishing and your body is falling apart. Now you want a man to save your ass, but yet you don't have the values or the qualities that that man want. Low value doesn't mix with high value. That's just what it is. And a lot of people are so delusional, they don't understand the context of what's high value and low value, what's a demand and what's not in demand. What's average? At best, what is average is always going to be average. You're not going to get any higher than that. That's not how life works. The shit isn't a pudding. You see a lot of old men right now, man, like, for example, Bill Gates. That man been a billionaire for a long time. But guess what? The older that man gets, the wealthier he's going to become. And, the, and women would still flock after that guy. Black, white, Asian, oh, because of the money. See, and, and pay attention. There's more women than men. So, ladies, cut it out. Stop. It's over. It's done. You, you're just going to die alone. How many of your aunties, your grandmoms, your sisters, whatever happened, you went to their funeral row and it was just them. They have no husband, not even a boyfriend. It was just them. I'm not being funny. Okay? But you're asking for these things, but you're still dying alone. You're not suitable, but you're still expecting. You feel entitled because you're a woman and you, and you know you done went to school and you, and you got your degrees or you're on your business. You think that adds value to your life. To a man, that's already a value, a high value. We're not equal. That shit don't matter. Okay? All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, if nobody don't want to come to the talk, I'm going to end the show. And this is your host, King Nigel of Sigma Male Diaries. Yeah, Sigma Male Diaries. Some of you might like what I say. Then again, some of you might not. But I don't give a fuck. And I really don't. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all stay safe and be blessed. But I'm at. Purchase your tracks today.